following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. ABC would like to take this opportunity to introduce you to our brightest new star. Come on now, settle down. Okay, take fifty. We'd love to, if only we could get him to sit still. This fall, Mark Curry stars in Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. As we continue kind of our little uh, back-to-school month here on the Nostalgic Funhouse. And doing so... And I'm going to introduce Johnny while I look up because I don't want to screw up this person's name like I think I did before. I'm Andrew Lenz. Uh, you can't see him, but he's <laughs> Johnny Townsend. As I point at him, I always remember I point at him. He does. Just so everybody knows, he did point at me. I have a bad time with trying to remember people's names. Okay. Yeah, even uh, Andrew and I pretty much talk every day, just so everybody knows. Yes. And he forgets my name. He really doesn't. But I, no, I forget my son's name. I, <laughs> That's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> I refer to him as the blonde-haired kid that lives down the hall. Yeah, like I live in an apartment building or something. But he's he's the third child. Nobody cares. But yeah. <laughs> get back on track. We are reviewing "Hanging with Mr. Cooper." Yeah, uh, this was requested once again by Nick O. And remember, if you want to request something that we could that we could review and you want it done right away, like you want us to jump, I'm going to plug here. Go to our Patreon, become a patron. And if you say, hey, I want this, we will work on it within the next couple, probably weeks to get that because we need time to watch the stuff. But yeah, we got to actually we actually watch this show uh, to review it. And Andrew. That's Andrew Rector in the corner. I really did not like that theme song. Which one? I, I know we're going to probably get, but we, we are reviewing Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I'm going to get into a little bit of things. There was five seasons of Hanging with Mr. Cooper from 92 to 97. Uh, created by the wonderful, or production, Jeff Franklin, who ruled the early 90s. Uh, 101 episodes starring Mark Curry because 
this cast changes. I don't know how you feel about it. Theme song changes from season to season as well. Yeah. The first season's theme song uh, was a bit much. <laughs> it. I did like it when he was like, hey, where's my theme song? And then they yeah. sang the song. And well, was- I told you the first text I sent you was... I didn't remember the show breaking that fourth wall so much because it is constant in the first two episodes. The first season, the first season is way different than all the other seasons. That is that is the case because he is living with his friend Robin, childhood friend Robin, and Robin's sorority sister Vanessa. And the very first pilot episode, they're living in the Growing Pains house. I really enjoyed because I enjoyed Growing Pains. Oh, well, they made sure that you knew that, too. From that. I, Well, I think it helps. I liked it. I love, I mean, that, from a sitcom nerd standpoint, I loved it. But it was very jarring because it's the rest of the episode is not breaking the fourth wall really at all. It's just no. that it opens with that and closes with that. He does it a lot in the first season. I don't think so much in the second and he kind of get rid of it. It reminds me of like, they're trying to do some type of Seinfeld thing because yeah. he's the stand-up comedian. So well, I it becomes more of a family, family show too, as it goes. Yes. The first season, I mean, just the first two episodes, I've seen two of the first two was very much more of a, like a lot of sex talk. I mean, it wasn't raunchy or anything like that, but uh, you know, very much I'll let Johnny- more, more adult-oriented discussions and jokes, right? I'll uh, let Johnny could handle this one to tell me what's good for kids and what's bad. Yes, <laughs> that's why I'm not. Like, I, it, it's still, I think it's still PG stuff. Yeah, but, but you know, it's it is a lot of like sex jokes and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's still PG ish. Um, I will say, I'd forgotten. Uh, uh, just for a moment, I'd forgotten how attractive that third roommate was. She is wow, Holly uh, Robinson Pete. Yes, as the as the as I say today, she could get it. <laughs> so, so look, the first season is way different. So Mark is an out of school teacher in the first season, yeah, trying to get MBA dreams. And then all of a sudden he makes it to the NBA on a 10 day contract gets bodied and he's playing for the golden state warriors, which was really different. Uh, Cause the warriors were okay back then, but not the best. Yeah. Nowhere near what they would become in the 2000 teens. So did you watch the warriors episodes or no? I just saw the first two. Like oh, okay. I saw the, um, the pilot episode, and then I saw the one uh, where a certain uh, special guest shows up. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, so he does go on the Golden be- State team for a 10-day yeah. contract. His first game, Bar- Barkley just takes it to him, like destroys Mr. Cooper. <laughs> and the other funny things, these are episodes six and seven, if you want to go see Mr. Cooper play some basketball, the original star curry for the golden state warriors but some things that got me in these episodes was like barkley taking it to him and then all of a sudden he does kind of redeem himself but uh the kids were happy now this that he was playing with billy owens now this is 
Uh, that's a deep Golden cut State, name. <laughs> yeah. This is a Golden State team that still had Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen on it. Yeah. And they're like two hey. literal Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, hey, did you want to be on that? I think uh, uh, Richmond was, I think it was the run TMC team, wasn't it? In the 90s? Gone already. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, we're getting into our no, sports show talk here a little bit. There's nothing. I think this is very important. Oh, I agree. Because at one point, he steps on Chris Mullen's hand accidentally in practice, which you just do not do. No. Oh, we were a year removed from run. Oh, okay. Run so Richmond game. already been traded then. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, so that was the first season. I'm not going to lie, after watching it, I wasn't too happy. Oh, this is where we also get introduced to Tyler, the next-door neighbor, because you talked about it being more not so much a family-oriented show. I think this was the beginning, because Tyler came to the end. Yeah, and then when uh, that So Raven shows up, too. Yes. uh, That's when it becomes more family show. Uh, the his father purchases the house. He wants to kick them out. Mark, Vanessa, and Robin try to buy it. Doesn't work out. But Tyler says, "Hey, don't kick out my friends. I really like them. Plus two, I have a key." So that's pretty much how the first season ends. Second season, all of a sudden, Robin. This is the more family mode, and I think they switched over to TGIF at this point. Because their first run was Tuesdays on ABC, 8.30 to 9 o'clock. Yeah. So this is this is TGIF. They're on 8.30 to 9. And Robin's gone. Nobody knows. But supposedly Mark and Vanessa bought the house. And then all of a sudden, Mark's cousin Geneva comes in. Comes into play as well. And she brings along her daughter, and obviously that's Raven Simone. What was, the, what was her even name on the show? Jeez Louise. Oh, Nicole. So they're in there, and this is where it becomes more of just shenanigans and everything else. Uh, Sean Waynes was on an episode in season one. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, they they do have a lot of just in the first two episodes. I mean, who does it open up with? Andrew, who's a very famous sitcom guy? Alan Thick. There you go. One of the OGs, a uh, legend, right? And then the second episode, because the gist of it is in his first season, he's a substitute teacher, basically. Yeah. And so, like the first episode, he's kind of at a high school, but in the second episode, he's at like a first grade, I think they said something like that. Yeah, because I think they're that first season they wanted to mix it in because there's a lot of Full House. Like Denise from Full House is on there. Robin gives her piano lessons, gets in the episode where he jumps that's, off the desk and he breaks his tailbone, and Michelle feels bad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They they uh, Full House shows up. <laughs> Pretty yeah, it was what Michelle and Uncle Jesse at that point. Yeah, so. Uh, that's, I mean, I do enjoy it when sitcoms have a shared universe per se, and they did that yeah. quite often on that uh, ABC. On ABC, they would do it all the time. Like well, you know, Urkel showed up on Full House. You know, 
Cooper's based in Oakland, Full House is San Francisco. That's yeah. just right over the bridge. But the second season, uh, this is what I found funny, is his cousin Robin moves in, and all of a sudden, she becomes the music teacher at the high school that Robin used to be the middle school, become the music teacher at the high school. So they were just like, we're not going to think of anything new for Geneva. We're just going to give her Robin's part, and it's Mark's cousin, and it has a kid. Now, this is where I liked it because there's a principal in town. There's a new principal. And who plays that principal? But other than Nell Carter herself, love me some Nell Carter. Give me a break. Great yeah. show. Super psyched to see Nell Carter. And Nell Carter is not only the principal, but I like it how they always try and get a little tie into Mark. Used to be Mark's babysitter back in the day. Oh, man. She was she was PJ. But the second season is more, he's not even trying for any like NBA dream dreams anymore. It gets brought up a lot. Uh, Don Cheadle is one of his friends. And, and did you do that a lot in some episodes where you were like, is that? Do, yeah. Do I-, oh, I mean, I did it when I was like, is that uh, Omar Gooding? <laughs> <laughs> Guess yeah. what? It was. Yeah. <laughs> But the second and the third season are kind of the same. Antics, Mark playing basketball, or coaching basketball, everything else. The cast changes kid-wise, but Omar Gooding is the only one that actually stays. Yeah. The kid they deal with. Uh, let's see. The, like Seasons two through four, they're dealing with the guns. Uh Everything else, stay in school. There's going to be a drug episode at some point. Right? I did not see a drug episode. That's kind of wild to me. Usually all those 90 shows had at least one no drug or alcohol type episode. No drug. Um, Especially if it's like a high school setting. Um, what was the one where Vanessa, I think this is the first season, Vanessa's boss was away and she needed to close a deal. So Mark pretended to be Vanessa's boss. It's all those types of episodes, like 100% that way. Oh, and I, what was the one? There was one with Sherman Helmsley where Mark, this is in the second season because now Carter was just there. Mark had to teach driver's ed. This is sad that I know this because I still do have the second season theme song stuck in my head. The (laughs) Koopa Koopa gonna tear the house. Damn! Hope we don't get in trouble for that one, because that's the new that's the new theme song. But Mark hits a hits a guy's car. He pretends to be Nell Carter, the principal. Guy comes in of the car that he hit, played by Sherman Helmsley. Hell yeah, George Jefferson all day. And but Mark dresses up as a woman. And what what do you think happens, Johnny, on these lovely sitcoms? Oh, Sherman Helmsley falls for it and thinks Mark. Uh, I could have told you this was six even man. Yeah, <laughs> it's very attractive. Yeah, yeah, he's attracted to her. To yes, them. Yeah, and they go on on a date. Of course they do to a club, yeah. but guess who shows up to the club? It's Nell Carter, the principal. But Mark's playing the principal. Oh no! So- <laughs> How does that happen? So if you I think every sitcom in the 90s had at least one episode where one of the guys had for whatever reason 
and dress up like a lady, and then somebody, some guy, ended up being attracted to the character dressed up as a lady. It happened in so many different sitcoms. <laughs> so bad. The character of Vanessa changes a little bit. So the first season, she's she works hard because I remember one episode she was like, "Oh, I gotta go to work." Uh, because the files were messed up and Mark's got to stay there. And then all of a sudden, like seasons two through five, kind of, or more seasons two through four, she seems like she's always out of work, but she's always super, like even more high snootiness than what she was in the first season. Cause they do mention that she does come for money, but she becomes more stereotypical ditzy rich girl type stuff that's what I noticed. Yeah, because you don't think that just from the first two episodes, she seems very much uh, like she has it together overall. No, they like wipe that away. And the one thing that I found funny through a lot of the episodes is like throughout all the other seasons is that they say they bought the house. So Vanessa and Mark say, oh, we bought the house. But yet, Mark's always asking her for rent. So why don't you say, where's your half of the mortgage? Like, they yeah. still talk about rent. The I got more stuff, but I'll get into it. So after... <laughs> Andrew, Andrew brought notes. Oh, I brought, I did. Like, I, I watched pretty much every single episode before I got through the fifth season. And I was like, this is just... This, this jumped the shark. I thought I was doing a lot of work when I watched two episodes. <laughs> no, no. This jumped, what Andrew did. Well, what helped me through this to watch a lot of episodes is my youngest son would got into it. Okay, yeah. So when the he lives down the hall, yeah, the little blonde haired kid that lives down the hall got into <laughs> yeah. got into the show. So it's easy when your kid's like, "Hey, I want to watch this," and you're like, "Okay, we can do this," and it's a family show, so we can so we can do it. Uh but that's pretty much it. Nell Carter leaves after the third season and then Geneva becomes the principal because after the third season, Mark almost gets a job at Georgetown, but he plays a prank on George Thompson. See, there's so many, like if you go back, there's so there's many. a lot of basketball in this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's I'll get it when I'm done with this. So he plays the joke on George Thompson, but nobody backs him up on it. So he kind of gets fired. Uh, Vanessa was supposed to get married to a guy named Eric after the third season. But he's a doctor. She's always trying to marry Rich. He's a doctor. But he's he's a good doctor. He works at a free clinic. And then all of a sudden, he makes her move to New Guinea for to help out. I don't know what you call people. New Guinean. New Guineans? To help out the New Guineans. Yes. That <laughs> sounds... It sounds like a religious sect, the New Gideons. <laughs> I forgot what was going to happen to Geneva, but guess what? All that stuff got wiped away. Mark didn't get his job from Georgetown. Vanessa left her fiance and Geneva stayed and they all just lived in the same house again for the fourth season. But Geneva is the new principal and she doesn't know whether she wants to hire Mark back. Spoiler alert, he gets hired back. Wow. But now, now, does Mark and Vanessa ever hook up? Yes. At the end okay. of the fourth season, all of a sudden, it's just weird. There's like one episode, this guy comes to the door 
and or like they go out on a date and then mark just sabotages everything yeah so he like looks up this guy's like fiance ex-fiance to go on a double date with him and then he plays it off like they like he didn't know that was the ex-fiance uh <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this one so in the previous episode, he bought like this really nice like '64 Mustang, and yeah. after Vanessa found out that they were he was sabotaging, she beat the crap out of it, like broke the windshield, the headlights. Oh, this is gonna be even. I was like, come on, what is going on here? So he finally confesses after she destroys his car that he does have feelings for her, and she does make fun of him because he says villains, and she said, "What do you mean villains? Like for your teeth?" And I'm like, wow, they went that route. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, no, feelings. So after this woman has destroyed his car, they decide to kiss to see if there's a spark. And there obviously was. He proposes to her at a Warriors game because supposedly her ex-fiance comes back from New Guinea. They have lunch. But... um. He thought that that guy was going to propose to her again. So he proposed real quick, but then he did it for real at a Warriors game starring in that episode, Tim Hardaway and the glove, Gary Payton. Like you, you got to really go back and just pick out the basketball episodes. I might have to do that. I'm real. telling you right now, there's a great one where Reggie Miller plays like, uh, like a returning alumni to the game, to the high school. And him and Mark have some sort of like beef because Reggie didn't pass him the ball at the end of a game one time. And well, that, I mean, like, if everybody had a beef ever that playing with Reggie, everybody would have a beef with Reggie. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because there's like two different stories that go there. So that's pretty much the fourth season, and then the fifth season is just nothing but Mark and Vanessa planning this wedding, everything else. Um, they never actually show him get married. Spoiler alert on that one. And there's the classic episode where Vanessa's having a bachelorette party, Mark's having a bachelor party, but they don't really trust each other. So they leave each other's parties to go spy on each other. It's a lot of just classic episodes. Like I remember one season, Nicole um, broke Mark's cup because it was a picture of him and Dr. J on there and he put it on a coffee cup. Yeah, there's a lot of deep basketball references. In yeah. one. And <laughs> Nicole broke it, but she didn't say any. So she super glued it back with Tyler with invisible glue, but it just looked like the same old mug. And then Vanessa broke it. Vanessa got in trouble. Nicole goes upstairs. She plays a computer game and she starts dreaming that she's actually in the computer game. And all the cast members are people from the computer game. And she has to. Admit that she lied to help save Princess Vanessa from the dragon. Oh, man. It was yeah. like a lot of stuff yeah, like that. A lot of deep cuts. Um, Or just like the same recycled material twisted. Cheryl Miller's in there. So you get both of the Miller kids. Both Millers. Wow. Yeah, Cheryl Miller plays. I think this is in the fifth season. It was... Oh, this was another classic one, too. Because this the whole fifth season is nothing but... Mark and Vanessa. So Cheryl Miller play, plays the girl basketball coach and her and Mark are fighting over 
who gets practice time the morning, afternoon, they start a rotation. Mark starts getting angry. You know, if you get, you're upset with somebody or somebody you don't like, they kind of, sometimes they live rent free in their head. So he's talking a lot about her and he's complaining about her to Vanessa and Vanessa doesn't take it as wow. Mark really doesn't like this person. No, it's Mark's really starting to like this person and he might leave me for the person that he complains about constantly. In fairness, that's how their relationship basically starts though. Like they complain about each other all the time. Yeah. But towards the end, she becomes a little bit more like in that first season, she's very much more like, I don't like you, Mark, but in the, in like all the other ones, because she's not working and Mark's like, Hey, where's my money? She becomes more a little bit like, Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. And that's how it goes from there. I've seen a lot of uh, videos that sort of start that way where the girl's like, Oh, rent, what can I do? (laughs) None of the, like there's the classic episode in the fifth season too, where obviously Mark and Vanessa are getting together. Geneva gets asked by one of the teachers at the school, what are you going to do? You can't live there. So Geneva tries to find a house. Mark doesn't want Geneva to leave and her new landlord was coming over to speak to Mark because obviously he is her her old landlord in this sense and they're going to show how bad of a tenant Geneva is going to be and Geneva's like completely straight laced like goody goody mother so they make up this fake Geneva's daycare with a bunch of like Tyler's cousins that are really bad and Mark starts kicking over furniture before he even answers the door and Talks about how Geneva runs a daycare center with all these crazy kids. And guess what? She doesn't get the apartment. And then they talk about it. And Mark's like, I don't want you to leave. So that is pretty much what you're getting every, like, every yeah, a lot of A lot of sitcom material is, could easily be solved in two minutes with communication. <laughs> yes. Yes. So some other guy, other famous people that I've seen on these on this show. Uh, Don Cheadle played his friend for a little bit in like the second season. Uh, Tim Ross is Nell Carter's love interest. Phil Lamar's in here. Uh, Wheezy Jefferson plays a judge. And the other uh, Frank Robinson, famous baseball player, and Albert Bell, famous baseball player. And also my question is, is Mark, if you remember in the first season, Mark's bedroom's in that den. Now, then I noticed from watching this, and this might be just me nitpicking and looking at the background through some episodes. All of a sudden, I think when Geneva and Nicole move in, he's living, he's going, he's upstairs again. So my question is, if there was more than three bedrooms upstairs before, why was he living in the den when they first moved there? Maybe that one was an office. <laughs> why would you <laughs> just make the den the office? I don't know. Because you figure there's got to be at least four bedrooms upstairs. Or at least three. I mean, Nicole, I don't know. That's kind of weird. That's some weird, like some weird stuff there. Why like, would the previous family mom. leave their family portrait uh, <laughs> on the fireplace when the other families moved in? You know, all kinds of things. One, 
That was only <laughs> one episode. But that was like the one thing that I caught. And the fifth season is when it was canceled. It was another cliffhanger. And that's and I think what killed it was uh around it only spent three seasons on TGIF. And then it was moved to Saturdays. From like Moved, yeah, it was moved to Saturdays, and first it was this is such a weird time that they got here 8 59 to 9 59. What an hour, okay. And then in August of 97, it was moved still on Saturdays from 9 30 to 10. So I think that is probably what killed it, and also it has a connection to possibly family man matters killing it and step by step because remember towards the end of family matters they moved to cbs to what yeah that's what's trying to make a tgif type lineup called the cbs block party and they're saying that's also what helped kind of kill this and there was a year-long hiatus between season four and five yeah all that stuff will hurt your show Especially if you're a show that needs momentum. But there was a lot of other uh, characters that I kind of missed in the other ones. Uh, Coach Ricketts was only in the first season. He was a crazy, like, army guy. Uh, there was Andre. There's Don Cheadle. Yeah, they actually got him listed. Benny. And uh, just a lot of people, like, that like there was another guy named Andre and Isaac in the first season, two kids. Isaac gets dropped. Andre is still there, and the only kid that actually survives is Irvin. Which I gotta say, once Nell Carter left, you're like, ah, oh. Nell Carter was a big part, but Irvin becomes Mark's Urkel in a way. So it's like that young and old mix with what they're doing. Like in the fifth season, Mark needs to get a second job because Vanessa, I don't know, can't make enough money for the rent or something like that. So he works on, and they're both security guards. And like Irvin's like, I'm the supervisor. But that's how it just became like towards the end. It was like very buddy, buddy throughout the whole entire thing but Irvin as well that's our gutting is that's very family matters because Urkel and Carl pretty much kind of do that yeah that's what I'm saying it becomes yeah. that Carl Urkel relationship where yeah. they're always together but Mark's not doesn't seem like he's a big fan like Irvin becomes Mark's assistant coach after the fifth season because you figure he had to graduate. I was at, at during even the four season. I'm like, isn't there a point where he graduates? Because I remember at one time <laughs> he runs away to get married to a girl because Mark gives them love advice to stay to like stay away from each other, see how you really feel. And then if that's the case, then you're meant to be together. And can't really say that to a teenager because Irvin's like, hey, we're we were away from each other for three hours. It was a long time. Yeah. So let's go get married. And Irvin's mother mentions that he is 18 years old. So I was like, when the hell is this guy going to graduate? But he, he finally graduates after like the four season. Hey, some people are slow cookers, you know, you got to take a little longer in the oven. Uh, so getting into how I, how I kind of felt about this at first, I was like, I don't ever want to watch this. 
Okay. I don't I don't want to do this, but then I started watching it and as the first season went on and I always tell myself whenever I'm watching a new show I got to give it the first season. Like if I'm like binge watching something, I got to give it the first season. First season wasn't bad. I got into the second season and there was a lot more nostalgic feelings once again of like a TGIF lineup. Of of something that I don't think happens too much nowadays, the like sitting around with like my mom and my brother and we're, we are watching hanging with Mr. Cooper and it started bringing back those memories and I started to really enjoy it. Mark was funny in it. There were some good jokes. Uh, like I said, classic sitcom themes throughout the whole entire thing. But I, I've rather enjoyed it. I mean, the fifth season is kind of like, <laughs> I'm over Mark and Vanessa. But, yeah. And the first season's a little shaky unless, you know, you got to be really into sports, I think, at some point. But that second through fourth season, I didn't really have a problem with. Yeah, I mean, again, it's been a long time since I watched it and I only watched the first two episodes recently. But I think, and we said this before we recorded, that this is the definition of a show you can have on in the background yes and that is not a knock on the show uh that is a you know it's one that you can kind of have on while you're doing other stuff uh especially for me as a basketball nerd i enjoy it because of that and uh curry is uh charismatic enough i think to carry uh curry is charismatic enough to carry his own show uh, very much so uh so um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably keep watching it from time to time. I have nothing against it. It's it's pretty good. It's just there's so many incredible sitcoms in this time period that it gets overshadowed. Yeah, I think that's that's the case. And Dr. D does show up in that episode once again because Nicole oh, writes yeah. to him. Nice, nice, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like the show overall. Uh, I don't hate it. There are other shows I'd watch before this one, but you know, I'm not mad at it. I'm at the I'm at the same boat. I think it was really good nostalgic stuff. And what I liked about it is kind of like what you said. If you're into basketball, if you're into sports, really, if you're really, really into basketball, this is a great show. Like, yeah, just, loving basketball really helps. Yes, on this. yeah. And Nell Carter. Yes. I say enough about <laughs> Nell Carter. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Nell Carter. Yeah. I think that was kind of a celebrity death that hit me. I'm not going to lie, because I used to watch Give Me a Break reruns as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so if I was to give this a grade for hanging with Mr. Cooper. Well, it is teacher month. We need to grade this. Oh, we're going to, I think we should do A, B's, and C's. I do too. Yeah. Okay. We are, yeah. oh, geez. Mr. Cooper, based on, I'm going through nostalgia. Let me, let me go, let me go first because you watched okay. the whole thing. Uh, so mine's only based on the two that I saw and the feeling I got from those two. I think this is a solid B for me. Uh, I do think if I watched more and more basketball players showed up, it would knock it up just for that for me. So I think I'm going to give us a B with it being very uh, likely to get a B plus the more I watched it with basketball people showing up. So I'm giving it a B 
See, I give it a B plus. I think it's almost close to A minus range. And almost if we're tiering it, it's not a family matters or a full house, but it is just below that. I would give it just below what it is. Yeah, I would put it on a and this is a huge compliment for me because I love this show, a step by step type level. Yeah, I'd put it on the that same one, but it yeah. I think it's great. I think it's fun. And if it could capture the attention of a twelve year old, yeah. In in twelve year old today. Yes. Twelve year old today. Yeah. Still, I still I have to applaud it. I yeah, I agree. That Agreed. It, uh, that I think the fact that your son got into it's big praise for it, honestly. So, and yeah, you know what else? This what's that? Watching this made me really miss because I don't watch a lot of like TV TV shows anymore. Uh, but I've noticed in a lot of these, it really makes me appreciate the Christmas episodes, like in the season. Yes, Christmas, like the holiday. There was a Halloween one, but a lot of these had great christmas episode yeah that i really was like wow yeah the 90 sitcoms had really good holiday episodes usually but that was the one thing but i'll give i give hanging with mr cooper a b plus it's not a family matters it's not a full house those are your gold standards yeah those are top tier for for me yeah tgif type shows but this right here this is a step-by-step it's memorable memorable enough that where I was like, yeah, I'll go back and watch this. And I probably will still, because I have a kid that will still want to watch it. Yeah. But it's, it's just great. 90 sitcom fun. Agreed. Very much agreed. You can go watch it for free on freebie. Yes. Uh, it's on there. So uh, if you want to go check it out, go check it out there. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I highly, I do recommend this show overall. It's a good, and you know, you know me, I'm a stalwart for these shows that don't <laughs> that don't go on too long, and this is a classic sitcom twenty minute type thing per episode. Yeah. So I do gotta say this is much better than Captain N, the Game Master. <laughs> <Show we've, laughs> I know it's hard to compare a cartoon. And Those a are two sitcom, very different things. But I had more fun, and you'd think being into Nintendo and video games. Yeah, you. I would have more fun watching that. But I had more fun and more nostalgic memories watching Hanging with Mr. Cooper than Captain and the Game Master, comparing them in that way. Well, I mean, I did too because I didn't watch Captain N growing up, I, but oh, I did okay. watch Hanging with Mr. Cooper growing up. So I'm with you on that. Oh, and Larry from uh, Perfect Strangers makes a couple of appearances in there. Yeah, this show does have a lot of people show up, and you're like, I think I know who that is. But that is that's Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Johnny gives yeah. it a B. I give it a B plus. I I would hang with Mr. Cooper. I would hang with him too. Yeah. I would definitely I would hang him just to talk basketball. I think it'd be fun to just talk basketball with. Oh yeah. Because he uh he does get bodied around by Charles Barkley pretty hardcore. Yeah, and I want to talk to the guy who stepped on Chris Mullins' hand. <laughs> <laughs> Don Nelson also makes an appearance as well. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Just Good old Donnie Nails. Yeah. I was just thinking about this. So the first season was in ninety two. That's a year away from maybe Chris Weber being we're a year away from Chris Weber being on the Warriors. So we almost probably could have saw oh, yeah. Weber as well. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But good gosh. Yeah. So that's the same year he called that Tom out he didn't have in college. <laughs> yes. 
Of course, you remember that because I remember that North Carolina. It may have helped my team win. Who knows? Eric Montrose, thanks for nothing (laughs) on the Celtics. Well, I think Chris Webber had a better NBA career than Montrose if we're going by that route, but still, yeah. 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 But your boy did have quite a few Montrose rookie cards. I ain't going to lie. I was not, well, we can talk a little bit. I was a big Dino Raja guy back in the day. I had some Dino Rajas, yep. (laughs) I was a. Nobody mentions well, Corey, Celtics. Dino yeah, that's why. Yeah. Nobody mentions Dino Raj anymore. Yeah. But that is hanging with Mr. Cooper. And if you enjoy what we do, like I said in the beginning of the episode, go check out our Patreon. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of videos, you know, let's plays and stuff like that. So if you uh want to get first peek at those, because I pre-record them. You can see them first on the Patreon before they hit YouTube. So go check out the Patreon. Go check out our Facebook page, uh, Instagram, merch shop, and everything else. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And thanks for hanging with us.